We give it to you raw. The Raw BJ Podcast. Because controversy doesn't scare us. Calories do. And now, here are your hosts, Brittany and Jota. Yo. Hey. How you doing? Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear. How are you all? all? What's good? What's good? 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 Yes, the leader has arrived. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing today? I'm doing good. Um, I'm good. You know, working. (laughs) Yeah. Just chilling. Just came back from an event, you know, and I'm about to go to the studio in a few, so. You don't I'm, sleep. No, I actually don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling Chad this last night that um, I think I need to tell my doctor to give me some sleeping pills or something because I just, I, I don't fall asleep till about six o'clock in the morning and then I be up like 10, 11 every day, so. I don't really sleep a lot. Yeah, that's not good. Have you tried Z-Quil? No. It's what is true. that? It's like NyQuil or DayQuil, made by the same people, but it's called Z-Quil, like Z-Z-Z-Quil. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, it's dope. I tried it before. Or melatonin first. Oh, the melatonin. Yeah, it's that's natural. more natural. I'm sorry. Please go the natural route first, please. Melatonin? Melatonin. Melatonin. Where can I get that from? CBS, Walmart. Walmart. They're these little gummies, and you just pop like three or four of them, and yeah, you'll be good. Naturally. Okay, I definitely try that out. Natural is best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so, we are so excited. Um, I feel like we have climbed the ladder to get to Bugs Gutter. <laughs> like, we started with Rico. And then we got to Tia, and it's like, bam, now we're at the top of Pink Gorilla Entertainment. <laughs> leader of the pack. It was like we Nintendo. Love. We was unlocking levels and right. shit. Right. It's like Mario Brothers. <laughs> 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 unlocked all the levels. Now. Right. We done got through Bowser's Castle. We in the kitchen and shit, trying to figure out what the next move is. Okay. Well, we about to we here now. <laughs> Yo, so let's uh, go ahead and get into it, y'all, and welcome, welcome to the Raw BJ Podcast presents an independent music moment with leader of the pack, Mr. Bugs Gutter. What's goody? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, so let's go ahead and jump right into it, y'all. Tell us about Bugs Gutter. Where does the name come from? What's your background like? What's, tell us about you. Okay, um, Bugs Gutter was given to me, well, from my sale partner, my cellmate, um, when I was locked up for juvenile life, um, I was, I never really, was, I, I don't think I was supposed to have been, I didn't start off to be a rapper, like, I was just locked up with somebody who could rap, and I used to write poetry, and he was like, write a rap. And I was like, okay. And so I wrote the rap and I guess it was dope or whatever. And then he ended up giving me a name, Bugs Gutter, because everybody used to call me Bugs because I had a list. 
So when they heard me rap, he was like, oh shit, yo, you gutter as fuck. And then so they started saying bugs gutter. And then I just ran with it. And um, but before that, like the name that I wanted to call my like I was calling myself was Murder Prince. Um, so Murder that was like my first rap name, Murder Prince, but Bugs Gutter is what was given to me and I just took it. Okay. So when you say in juvenile the system, how old are you? Um, well, I went in at 14 and I got out at 19. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I'm from Newport News, Virginia, um, originally. I'm not from New York. Most people think I'm from New York. Yes, um, two up, two down. All right. Yeah, all day, oh, seven, five, I'm seven. Born in Fort Belvoir. Okay. Uh, my aunt lives yeah. in Norton. All right. Yeah. I'm from Atlanta. I'm country as fuck. I just love. <laughs> I just love. I just love the people from Virginia. I mean, you know, Sean King is from Virginia, so I just. Mm -hmm. all, yeah. Okay. Yeah, VA, that's where it's at. Like, we produce some great shit outside of um, VA. Yeah. But yeah, that's where I'm from. And, you know, I grew up in the, you know, I was in the streets um, at an early age, but I got locked up at an early age, too. So I didn't really get a chance to, like, enjoy my teenage years and all of that. I was locked up, so. Those are really critical years. 14 and 19 is kind of like the finding yourself part. Like, mm -hmm. that's that's the... You know, like you've navigated middle school already, so it's kind of like the high school. Do I want to be type of those, those the Dawson's Creek era is what I call it. Yeah, <clears throat> and you're right. Like those years are very critical, and it really shapes you, mm -hmm. and um, in a way. And I think that's probably why I'm the way I am. Like I'm very like straightforward, and like I I, I still follow the code of the streets. Like mm -hmm. even though I'm not in the streets. It's very, like, I still follow that same code and, like, I'm very big on principle and respect and, and all of that, like, like the 90s movies and shit like that. I'm like the, the big brother. I'm still, I still have that mentality today and, like, people think I'm standoffish, but I'm really, really not. I'm really a cool, cool, fun dude and, like, I just don't really... I'm always on edge because I know how people are and I know you gotta how watch the room. Yeah. You gotta the scenery. Listen, everybody yeah, ain't your friend. Whenever I, I don't like to make myself so accessible because I've done that and and you know you get bit when you do that. And so mm -hmm. it's like yeah. right. Yeah, no, I I can I can definitely say I was one who thought that not just you, but the entire pink gorilla team was like really i'm gonna kind of standoffish because i wanted to reach out to y'all a while back but i was like nah i'm like damn so they look mean like they they it's the gorilla part is it <laughs> it's really the gorilla part because you know every time you hear somebody with with gorilla in the name it could be the gorilla family it right. could be the gorilla mob it's gorilla anything i'm like they look like if it's i just... reach out to them they're gonna be like hell my hell no nah. we where the fuck we know you from <laughs> what borough did but you, you say this nigga ain't real <laughs> and you know that the, i'm glad people think that way though okay. because in a way because I say that because I don't want people to to take us to take my team as a joke. Yeah. Because we're not a joke. You can't treat us any type of way. You can't handle us any type of way. 
Like, I'm not going to allow that to happen. You know what I'm saying? So I want I want that out there, but we're just, we're so fucking cool. Like, we just want to make it right. motivate people. And that's the second part of what I was going to mm-hmm. say is because after speaking with Rico and Tia and now you, it's like, I, I would say, even though we haven't got that in depth in our conversation yet, but with Rico and Tia, like they were so sweet, like mm-hmm. so down to earth, so smart, talented. Like, I mean, y'all have a great team. And I mean, you'll see during this is a great way to top to end our pink gorilla week on the raw BJ here. Yes, and I have to tell you something. What? Tia said I got bars. I'm just putting she that out there. Did. I just want to put that out there. I just want to start with that. <laughs> because Tia's hard to impress. So I just want to just want to start there. Let me just say. Yeah, because she said that she has yeah, we both have bars. We're gonna Yeah, have to she play. is the one that's hard to impress. She don't be impressed by no our, uh, our song for you at the end of the interview, like we did for Tia and Rico. They loved it. They and we want your okay. honest opinion. Yeah. Okay, and I'm gonna give you my honest. One thing about me, that's what you're going to always get. You're going to always get the real. Like, I'm going to always keep it a buck. So don't ask me if you don't want me. <laughs> No, that's the perfect. That's the reason why we want to ask right, you. We, this I is the raw know. BJ where we give our raw opinion. So, yeah, give it to us real. <laughs> and I, need, I do need to ask this one thing. Do you feel like when at the time when you were locked up, was that a was that a bittersweet time? Because you it, you were out of the streets for a lot of stuff and you missed a lot of stuff but that it also might have saved you because you were out of the streets and you missed a lot of stuff. I think when I was locked up for the time I was locked up back then, I, it definitely was a good thing in a way because the way I was moving and I was just, I started to understand and accept the fact that I was gay. Yeah. So... And the way I was moving in the streets, it was like, I know niggas was going to be on some, yo, this little faggot really, really on some other shit. We got to get this nigga. Like, because I was out there, out there. So, yeah, somebody probably would have definitely helped me. Yeah. Now, is Mm -hmm. the reason why you were in juvenile, is that a topic that you are open to discussing? Oh, um... I had caught an attempted uh, maiming with attempted disable kill charge. Um, I was molested by my step. He was like my grandfather. Him and my grandmother wasn't married, but he's the man who was that I like. He was with her as long as I could, you know, since I was born. And um, he molested me when I was like from six to nine years old. And when I was 13, Something else happened with someone in my family, and um, I just I grabbed the broom, a little. It was like a plastic broom, but it's like the plastic metal broom, right. and I was beating them with it, and I was beating them and beating them, and it broke. And when it broke, it was sharp, and it just was cutting them in. And I just kept on and just kept, and he had to get stitches and staples and and all of that, and um. Yeah, and yeah. They gave you the wrong. They gave you the wrong sentence. Yes, absolutely. I'm from Virginia. <laughs> I'm not like take making excuses, you know. But shit, it's crazy there. Like the the, it's a Commonwealth state, and like they right. make their own rules and and like the shit mm-hmm. that they do and how they handle people and 
it's crazy. Like, I definitely shouldn't have um, been locked up that long. And um, oh. I feel like you shouldn't have been, locked up, been locked up at been all. a diversion program in place. I yeah. do, I would have required you to do something Therapy, as far as right, counseling, right. as far as community service, maybe working with people who have been through the same thing as you, but are younger than you or something like that. I would, I would have. I would have had a diversion program in place, but again, Commonwealth does do what they want to do and not on a case by case basis either. It really is a blanket state. It's a blanket mm-hmm. kind of charge state. Exactly. They don't, they don't go in and, you know, reroute the sentencing in any way. Right. Like this man, like when I was in prison, like I've been after that and as an adult, I ended up, you know, getting into more shit and I was in prison. And I remember being in prison with people who was in there for like, 15, 20 years, and they probably stole something from the store that was worth like $200. Or they probably had an eighth of weed, a speeding ticket, and they locked up for five years. Like, mm-hmm. shit is crazy. The they, they got a saying down there. They say, you come to VA on vacation, you leave on probation, and you come back on violation. Wow. Mm. Sad but true. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a saying for a reason. Yeah, that's 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 crazy, you know. So, which is why there's such a need for the reform mm-hmm. of these laws and also the uh, the criminal justice system. Period. Yeah, yeah. It's a complete overhaul. The way we interpret the laws has has to change with the people. Mm-hmm. It you can't yeah. interpret it the same way for everybody. Everybody's form of justice and making people whole is different retributive justice rehabilitation has to change it doesn't rehab people it the fact that the recidivism rate is so high means they don't reform people properly they don't do <laughs> they're not right. you know you go to jail and you you go to prison you do your time they do you get in groups and 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 you learn your lesson you do all of that you come home you have a record VA where I'm from, you can't even get a job at McDonald's with a felony on your record. So it's like you come home, you can't get a job. They tell you you have to get a job or either you're going to go back to jail for a violation. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what do you do? What can you do? It's like it's set up for you to come back. So it's like once they get you in the system, they got you. And that's why that's why for me, it's, it's important for me to do what I do and me to, you know, I created, we created Pink Gorilla Entertainment for that because the shit that I went through and and I know if I had people who understood who I was as a person um, to, to tell me that I can do it and to tell me that, not only tell me, but to show me that it can be done. Um, I always tell people now that the generation of us, you guys, um, Pink Gorilla Entertainment, all of us, we are the culture creators of our generation. Right. Like, we didn't, when I was younger, we didn't have nobody to look up to, to be like, oh, he's gay and he's a he's a host, or oh, she's trans and she's a singer, or right. oh, he's a rapper and he's gay. We had, I had to look up to Jay-Z and Hype Williams and all these other people, you know what I'm saying? So people that deep down you really couldn't relate to fully, mm-hmm. you know? Right. People right. who are accepted just because. Exactly. And you had mm-hmm. to fight every step of the way. It's and I really feel like I hear that in the songs 
I I feel the Her I feel the favorite. struggle and the the <laughs> the crossroads yeah in the music I can I can feel it and identify with it on my own level even if it's not sexuality but the struggle to be yourself in a world that's telling mm-hmm. you to be something else it's very important because so many people live go through life like their whole entire life not being free mm-hmm. not not feeling not just not doing what what what, what they want to do and that's so important in, in life is to do what you want to do because we, so many people live in life trying to please everybody else and doing what everybody else say. And it's so fucked up because yeah. it's yeah. not about nobody else. It's about you and your own personal journey and whoever wants to take that journey with you. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, to that last part. So you're definitely here for the music and we are going to get into all of that trust me but i do want to know because i am a journalist (laughs) (laughs) when you you said that okay so you got out at 19 you said Mm -hmm. you was really deep into i'm assuming the gay community when i first came out at 19 i never was actually i was gay and i was out i came out while i was locked up Right. But I never hung around gay people. I never associated myself with them um, or anything like that. But when I came out at 19, I went, I, I got on the chat line mm-hmm. um, and I met this gay guy. <laughs> and from that moment, I was in it. I was in a, I was walking balls like within a month. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it was like, I went head first into the ballroom scene where I was introduced to the the life, the life, the life, that, the life. Look at mm-hmm. that happiness you know? in your face when you say that. Like <laughs> it's like a freedom. Yeah, because you know, even though I'm not as active in like I'm legend in the ballroom scene. Like um I'm actually the first legend for drag's performance. Um okay. so like ballroom saved me again like i didn't i came out and i didn't know nothing i didn't know how to get a job i didn't know how to apply for help i didn't have a a, 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 um i didn't have a, a a a ged or a diploma right and it was like so i met my gay mother shanice um she's a black trans woman and she took me in and she just taught me the ropes and taught me how to survive and introduced me to ballroom and, you know, ballroom became a safe haven for me. Even though it was very toxic, the life that I was living, mm-hmm. it still helped me, It you know, it prepared me for everything that I'm doing now. I tell you that. Yeah, I would I would totally agree with you. I was never involved in a ballroom scene, but I would always go and watch and I always loved it. My listen, my knee's been bad for a long time. So I, 
<laughs> I can't, listen, I can't do all of that. All right. I'll give you a little one, two booty pop, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He's Cinderella. He give up at midnight. Okay. You know the, the, jig is up. the jig is up. Yeah, I gotta go to sleep. I got two kids at home. Right. Get the back to bed and shit. I got shit to do. God crazy. Um, no, honestly speaking, uh that's that's incredible. And I, I really want to do like a, a real like sit down interview with you and dig deep into your story because I, I'm I'm in love with what I'm hearing right now. Like it's, it's a- We can do that. And the fact that you have overcome all of that and that you are now sitting here as the leader of the pack and you have your own record label, mm-hmm. like- Where you inspire others to do the same, be yes. themselves. And so you, you have to tell us, <clears throat> excuse me, let's go ahead and jump into the music. Tell us about Pink Gorilla Entertainment. What got you into music? How this all came to be? We kind of got a little story from Tia, so we want to hear your. We got a little taste. We got a little taste. A little taste. Little we got a little taste. <laughs> like the whole, like the whole backstory. Like I say, I started rapping when I was in in locked up, but when I got out, while I was in there, it was a CO who heard me rap, and he kept on saying, "Yo, when you get out, make sure you hit me up." Make sure you hit me up. So when I got out, I hit him up. And he in- eventually introduced me to OGC Helter Skelter Duck Down Productions up here in New York City. Back in the 90s, they were like really, really, really big in mm-hmm. hip hop in the streets and shit. And so I ended up getting a deal. And I lost the deal. Because like I said, within a month, I was in ballroom. I ended up finding a boyfriend and... You know, I fell in love and I was supposed to go to Texas to record a single for Oz, the TV show, the soundtrack. Mm. And I didn't go because he was like, no, I'm going, you're going in there to see a boy, blah, 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 blah. I didn't go. My life went a total different direction. And, you know, towards the end, like um, everything started happening in ballroom. And I just got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm tired. I am really, really tired of everything that I'm going through. I was on the run for like two years. And so when I eventually got caught, the police came to the hotel and they locked me up. When I went to court, the um, prosecutor was trying to give me all my time back, which was 10 more years on probation. So I was sitting there like, yo, bitch, I'm about to do fucking 10 fucking years. Like, how the fuck I let this shit happen again? And the judge, asked me, he was like, yo, where was you at for these past 10 years? I mean, two years. I was like, I was in a hotel. He was like, you wasn't getting in no trouble. You wasn't doing nothing. I was like, no. He was like, how was you supporting yourself? I was like, I was tricking. He was like, tricking. I was like, yeah, I was prostituting. And he was like, so you've been on probation since you was 13 years old. And he told the prosecutor, he said, I'm not sending this man back to jail. He said, this man been locked up for entirely too long. And I, because I was telling him, I was like, I can't get a job. I can't leave the state. I can't do nothing. And he was, he told the prosecutor, he was like, I'm not sending him back. We're going to take him off probation. He said, you live your life and don't you ever let me see you back in here again. Within two weeks, I was gone. I packed my bags. My mom gave me $2,000. I came to New York because my plan was to come to New York and do what I really, really 
wanted to do, and that was do music. And I just came up here on a bus. <laughs> and that's how, you know what I'm saying, I got back into the music game. Then when I here, I was trying to like figure everything out because I didn't know anything for real. So I got on Google, uh, you know, started making my rounds up here in New York, trying to link up with different rappers and producers. Everybody was curving me. Nobody wanted to fuck with me because I wasn't from New York. Mm. I didn't have music out. Right. You know, I wasn't popping. Nobody knew who I was. And then I linked with another trans woman named Miss Siri Man Made. And she, um, she put me, she, you know, became a mentor and I was like a part of her record label, which was Man-Made Productions. And everything kind of went left, not with, with us personally, but she was just, she wanted to do something different. And so it was like, I was left like, what do I do? And me being a person that I am, I don't like to sit around and wait for nobody. I get that vibe yes. Yeah. <laughs> the same day, the same day that she she was like, okay, it's no more. I'm doing this. I hit up Tia. I was me and Chad was already at the house. And I was like, Chad, um, you think we should do Pink Gorilla Entertainment? He was like, Yeah. I called Tia. I was like, yo, Beth, we're gonna do Pink Gorilla Entertainment. Mm -hmm. You with it? She was like, Yeah, if if you if y'all wanna do it, let's do it. I filed the paperwork and everything that night. And we were so excited for everything. And then COVID came and we was nervous. And, you know, we was like, what the fuck are we going to do? We can't do this and we can't do that. And, you know, it's so crazy because as nervous as we was, the impact that we have been able to make within the past year during quarantine and COVID, like, it's so fucking amazing. Y'all mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's crazy, like the shit that we've done. So I'd be like, yo, I can only imagine how it's gonna be when the world opens up. Mm -hmm. But yo, I'm so happy to be where I'm at in my life and have the team that I have. Like my team is amazing. Like for me, it's not even about me, it's about my team and it's about the youth for me. Like, my team keeps me going. Like, they're the dopest ever. It's yeah. the humility for me. I'm right. sorry. Um, I noticed <laughs> that all of y'all have that. Like, everybody has that. Yeah. Without the team, it wouldn't be no me. And they have encouraged me to be so much greater. And and my fans are everything. When Rico was like, remember when you told that story about how you was awkward on the phone with Rico? And oh, you yeah. Was like, <laughs> and Rico was like, but, but. I wouldn't be me if I didn't have my fans. So I'm going. Well, no, he uh, refused he been, yeah. to let me say that I that was, a you fan. was a fan. You a friend? He said, I'm a friend. That's right. But yeah, because it's it. like we're not like I say. I like to say I'm I'm I'm, I'm humble and I'm cocky. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm only cocky because I know I have reasons to be cocky. Mm -hmm. But I'm very humble because I know where I come from and I know that. I ain't better than nobody. Like, and at any given moment, I could, anything could happen and I could be back in prison and not have none of this and not be able to, to see the people that I care about. So for me, it's just like, why be 
big-headed and 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 like stuck up or like be an asshole period like it's people who aren't like motherfuckers benefit from pink gorilla entertainment who aren't even pink gorilla entertainment because i am just the type of person that if i see something in you i want to help you if i can help you but I now know that I can't be that way <laughs> because, you know, this some is a doggy dog world. I want help, and some of them honestly don't deserve it. Mm. And that's just the big Yeah, thing. and I and I know that now. Like one thing 2020 taught me was that knowing me is a connect. And and, and like sharing my energy is a privilege. Yes. And so I know now that. I know who I am. I know when I what I bring when I walk in a building, when I get on a song, when I do an interview, when I when I even speak to people, like that alone, like it, it holds weight. But at the same time, I don't allow that to, you know, that's nothing. That doesn't that don't mean shit. Because I ain't never had shit. I never felt like shit. I never thought that I would ever be shit. So it's like for me to be able to do what I'm doing now, that's it's life saving for me. So why be an asshole and why not help other people? Because nobody ever helped me. Nobody never gave me shit. Nobody never said, oh, let me, you know, but Miss Terry, when it came to this music shit. And that speaks oh. volumes to the the love that you have in your heart because for you to say, let me help those who don't have help because no one ever helped me. Mm-hmm. That that's powerful. Yes, that that's yeah, respect. Nothing and, but and, respect. And I also want to say shout out to judges and second chances. There are some yeah, sprinkled throughout sprinkled throughout yeah. the criminal justice Sunday, sprinkled throughout sprinkled throughout salt it bay. Is. It's all <laughs> That right. actually see the person and not the charge. Right. Mm-hmm. So after all that, Pink Gorilla came to be and Bugs Gutta got the wave. Uh, we gonna <laughs> the first single that we're gonna play here. Go ahead and I got the wave. Oh wow. Now I got the wave. Tell us about this one. You know, that song was I had re- re- uh, I had released my first single and it was late night. Mm-hmm. But I released it with a video, and when we put the video out, somebody got me blocked. They blocked. They got my um Facebook and my Instagram blocked for like thirty days mm-hmm. because people been hating on yeah, me Facebook, for a minute yeah. time for a little minute. So when they got it blocked, I, I couldn't promote the song. Right. So we ended up doing another song. And just dropping that and just putting it out. And it was it wasn't even supposed to come out. It was just we was fucked. I was fucked up and they played the beat. And I was like, okay, this is dope. I sat right there and wrote it and we decided to put it out. I'm gagging that that's the song that you want to play. <laughs> it's so old, but it's dope though, you know. Okay. Well, that's one of the three that we chose. We listened to your songs and we chose that's even though Chad has not sent me the audio yet. Message. Message. <laughs> I know that he is going to get to. It. I know y'all busy just like we are. So and huh? the audio for what? 
the audio for any of the for the show today. He hasn't sent. Oh, he hasn't sent none of them. No, he <laughs> he was very punctual for Rico and Tia, but I'm just going to assume that because y'all married, like you know, he got he got you. <laughs> we don't have the instrumental either. Oh yes, and Tia said that she was going to tell after she heard our song. After she, she said, heard our song, she said that she would wanted to hear us do a parody of because we do parody rap and stuff. She wanted us to hear. She wanted us to do a parody of you all song, Real Talk. So, <laughs> that would be so, and She was going to tell Chad to send us the instrumental so we can do what we do, okay? <laughs> yeah, when it comes down to me, Chad don't really be on. <laughs> he don't be on it. He feels like I can handle everything I got to handle. So it's like... <laughs> We I heard a snicker in the background. When we get off of this, I would definitely send all that over to you. But yeah, he got a habit of, you know, letting me do my own thing. It's okay. It's black love. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's black love. So why don't you introduce the first song? <laughs> <laughs> what? Chad, we're here. <laughs> why don't you uh, go ahead and introduce the first song so the first song is I Got the Wave uh... yeah. told y'all the motherfucking wave honey. I'm breaking the bank, cracking the face, but facing the fame. Ah, if you do not change, ah, then you do not grow. Ah, you're rich if you told you, reap what you sow, turn two in the foe. Ah, I die for the call, cause I'm quick to draw. I stand on my own, battle alone, but I do it for y'all. They killing the thought, we lose by the fall. I got the way. Move out of the way. I got the, I got the. Trusting these niggas like. 
like the home button. Pulling up on them like they old something. Don't give a fuck who you is, fuck where you from, cause none of that shit don't mean nothing. When it's coming to competition, I see none. You ain't got no bars, better grow some. You ain't got no goals, better make some. No ground for the nigga, better find one day. He like he acting funny, cause I'm all about my business, dog. I'm just trying to gain financial freedom, man. It's like about. You don't want no problems, then I ain't the one to fuck with, dog. You gon' end up buried in a box underneath the crawl. I got the way, move out of the way. I got the, I got the, I got the way, move out of the way. I got the, I got the, I got the way, move out of the way. I got the, I got the, I got the way, move out of the way. I got the, I got the. If you got a problem, homie, we can solve them. I go everywhere comfortably and unbothered. If you got a problem, homie, we can solve them. I go everywhere comfortably and unbothered. If you got a problem, homie, we can solve them. I go everywhere comfortably and unbothered. If you got a problem, homie, we can solve them. I go everywhere comfortably and unbothered. Yes. Uh, I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank that you. Is the, that is the we about to go to the club, get dressed song. You know what I'm saying? Get dressed, bitch. They don't want no <laughs> problems song, with you us. You know the song so you have to play? The song you got to play because your group is about to go into the club and y'all as a group. Right. <laughs> you got to be on the same fucking page. Like you got one friend with three kids, you got one friend with no kids, but she looking for somebody, and then you got the other friend who's just a drunk and she ain't paying attention to shit else. Same page music. Right. I got the wave. When we go in there, we are a team, we are a unit. Leave your bullshit in the driveway. Yo. Uh, also, I do want to say before we continue that we are drinking our Rosada Pink Moscato in honor of our pink is it anything drink here? That's right. <laughs> Guess what we had last week? What? We had Pink Gorilla Punch. Yep. Hey. It's our drink that we put together and stuff. And oh, he was like, oh, I wish I was there. <laughs> what is we it? We have a gorilla back here. He's holding a pink heart, but Those are our it's pink lips. I'm lips. sorry. We show to you our little gorilla here. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. That's cuz. Yeah, all right. That's cuz. <laughs> <laughs> but Brittany, go ahead and you said you wanted to get into your line of questioning. Yes, but I do have a fun fact before I do that. So just so you know, I knew Wait. Rico previously. Yeah, well, yeah. And found out during the interview that that was him. <laughs> but I knew him ahead of like, I knew him when back when he was performing at Burkhart's. Okay, okay, okay. And I didn't, I, I just didn't know that it was him. <laughs> I was new. Because performing, Rico looks different. You know what I'm saying? It's a very, it's, <laughs> it's a very different look. Like, right, 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 like right, he had, right. He had facial hair here. So I, <laughs> right, so, right. <laughs> skin was still super right, smooth. Right, still smooth though. skin, though. Like, I was, it, right. was, uh, it was doing something I to me. I seen skin that smooth. Mm. What I will always praise that skin. I okay. Yes. <laughs> I just, I felt like I was talking to Sierra. I was going to ask, what was the prayer? Right. What was the prayer for the skin that <laughs> you had? What was the prayer? Skin. What was the sacrifice? And I don't know. I don't want to hear that Rihanna Fenty shit, Rico. Okay. I don't believe. I didn't believe it when you told me that. I don't believe it now. Damn it. <laughs> no, that's definitely um. Would he be using Chad? Doesn't be Chad? Don't play with him. 
when it comes to all of that, that skin stuff. Chad is really big on that. So he, and Tia, she does her shit too. I'm, I don't really, Chad groans me. Because <laughs> I don't be, um, man, I don't be thinking about that shit. I'm not going to lie. I'm very, I, I, I'm very consolidated when it comes to my like hygiene regimen and stuff like that. I do my facial scrub in the shower. Mm, me too. Because I just don't have time to separate the two. No time I have now. three kids with autism. Um, by the time I come out my shower, that is my only time to okay. myself. And by the time I, by the time I come out of my shower, whatever I didn't do is a wrap until further right, notice. Right, like, right, I got Most to go tomorrow. <laughs> right, I have a son who needs personal <laughs> space and two girls that are trying to infringe upon that personal space, and now I got to figure out who's triggering who. And mm. I don't have a trigger to pull my damn self, and I just—it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Oh God! But I just—I just want you to know I love y'all so much. This music has got me through some crazy ass times. I'd be two steps away from crying in my prayer closet before I start pr- playing my music and going "fuck it, fuck it." We definitely appreciate like all the love and support that we get from people, like for real, because it's important. Like if we—that's we're doing it for a reason. We're doing it for that. So like, mm-hmm. and you're in a lane that's not heavily recognized or supported so it's not like mm-hmm. you're a mainstream artist in a in a mainstream lane that everybody exactly. already accepts it's not an easy lane to carve out for yourself you have to forge a path you're trailblazing and exactly with the lgbtq community we do a lot of advocacy work we talk a lot about different topics that concern the lgbtq community because we've got to talk about it especially people of color that are in the community we have to do it for the culture but we have to do it for ourselves also and i I am curious about something when i hear your music i hear something that i don't hear from like all lgbtq artists your music is very let's get deep let's get into this i live this and i just was wondering from your perspective as an lgbtq artist what sets your music apart in your opinion um I think with I am not for one, I don't do it for for a fad or I don't do it because I have the talent. Um I do it because I'm passionate. It's because mm-hmm. it's who I am and what I spit is, is 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 what I lived and and what I know and what I do and how I feel and I think I don't think a lot of other people don't do that and when I'm what I mean by that is it's not saying that they aren't talented and it's not saying that they don't make good music and they don't put time effort and energy into it but it's nothing to get a beat and just create a song. You know what I'm saying? Like I always say, you can hit, you can. When I write, I write with my heartbeat. So it's like you hear that shit, you 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 feel that shit. So it's like I don't know. I guess that's why I'm the leader of the pack. <laughs> <laughs> Her. 
word. <laughs> well, in keeping with that same mentality, what do you want your music to say about you? Um, I uh, what I want my music to say is what you just said. Like, I want people to, you know, I want people to 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 hear my music and and be able to say, okay, I felt that. I feel like that. I felt like that. This can help me. Like making music to, you know, dance music and music for, you know, club music. All of that is is is, is good, and I know I know that that's what I have to do and stuff like that. But if if it was up to me, all my music would be like street, like. Uh it would be some real shit um because but, what you know i'm i, I that's like what that. i know that's who i am so it's like right. when i i struggle though sometimes like i was just telling chad the other day a couple of days ago i was like um i feel like I'm, i miss my mark when it comes to being an artist um because i feel like nowadays it's all about you know you know, it's all hype, hype. You know, lolly, lollipop, mm-hmm. right? Bubblegum, but it's all about hype and all about you know the club and the you know the boppy bop and all of that. And it's like I'm not that person. Um, I'm not that artist. I'm not that man. Um, you know, and I feel like if I was straight. It would be different, but I'm not. And the reality of it, um, most people from my community, um, they don't want to hear that. And then I think a lot of straight people don't get it when it comes to me. Right. Like, I think they can understand the saucy santana uh-huh. because they know what they're getting when they hear it and when they see it right then when it's me it's like okay especially for a nigga in the hood nigga in the street he see me and he hear me it's like yo what the fuck is going on i thought y'all said he was gay like right right this nigga is giving and you know it is what it is you know i try i, I be trying to make sense out of this whole shit um, like I said in real talk, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it. I be trying to make sense out of all of this, so it's like. But one thing I do know is that um, my music is me. I'm real. I'm a real. I'm fine. I'm, when I say I'm in the streets, when I say I'm from the streets, that's where I'm from, and it's just what it is. That's what you get from me. Right. I, I definitely feel like you are an authentic artist. Like your music definitely reflects you and your story. You know, I feel, especially when I hear uh, there's some of your songs, excuse me, <laughs> there's some of your songs that you pour a lot of love and feelings into, especially one we're going to get into later, your favorite, um, A Letter from Bugs. But it still has that street edge, which I think goes back to what we were saying at the beginning of this interview about how. You have this hard look that may seem unapproachable, but in reality, it's not that at all. So right. I think that definitely is reflected in your music. 
I love it. Yeah, I just I just want to say I feel like I feel like you're it's not necessarily about meeting the mark. I think you're customizing your own mark. Mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. mark hasn't been made yet. Right. So you have to customize it and make it fit you instead of it, it, you don't have to fit into their world. They have to fit into yours. And I feel like that's what your label is creating is a place that says, I'm here. This is my way or no way. I'm not compromising my belief and my core for anybody label. Right. And I and I also feel like at the beginning when you were going to go to Texas and all that other stuff, that's probably why it didn't happen that way. Mm-hmm. Because you may have been boxed into, okay, well, this is what we doing. And if you riding with it, then you riding with it. But this is how we do. You see what I'm saying? And I feel like you were put in a position to where you were able to forge your own path. And I think you're making your mark. You're customizing it to what the values of peak gorilla entertainment are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's the non-compromising, not settling part that makes it the most uncomfortable, but also is going to be the most rewarding because you're helping so many people for the community, so many people for the culture and so many people outside of the community that need to understand right. people do not relate who to need to hear this that, yeah like yeah. it's so much easier to relate to somebody who's talking about it right don't give people the opportunity to come up with their own their own assumption tell them right because right. some people are blind deaf and dumb tell them <laughs> they don't understand they don't get it if you don't if you don't speak on it who right you know right. what I'm saying and I do know that your music is authentic and I was really trying to piece it together because when I hear it I hear different musical influences and i know that you're from a time where there was so much music that was out there to influence people i know that there was a lot of you know tribe called quest going on a lot of a lot of people in the 90s that were very you know in your face about their belief you know a lot of a lot of specifically a lot of most deaf in, in influence and stuff like that so who are your biggest musical influences because i'm just curious <laughs> my biggest musical influence is Jadakiss with a whole lot, but Jadakiss and Styles are like my two, like Jadakiss and Styles to me is the top of the line. And Biggie, Little Kim, Cameron, DMX, that's probably, that's it. I be getting some tribe vibes, so I don't know. But I don't know. Just because. <laughs> I, you know, I grew up listening to Tribe. Like, I, I mm-hmm. fuck with Tribe, but it's cadence. I, it, I feel I like never, it's the way you get it, get down to the nitty gritty about it, like straight to the point about what you're saying. That's what makes me feel like, yeah, that's right, where I'm getting right. it from. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Those are the, but those the people I named. Those are basically the people who I like. Like those people. That's my playlist today. <laughs> Still relevant. Like. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're going to go ahead and get into the next song. That mm-hmm. well, right, Look, she's excited. It's not a letter from Bugs. Not yet. <laughs> you ought to be trying to bait me. It's, uh, we're actually going to get into what you're going to do. So tell us the story behind this song, if there is one. So what you're going to do with the... the right. <laughs> what you're going to do with the first single from my first project, um, the Pink Gorilla Effect. And what you're going to do was basically my introduction, basically, to the whole Pink Gorilla movement, basically saying to everybody, like, I'm here, we here, what you going to do? Like, 
There's Dang. nothing that you can do now. There's nothing you can say. I'm here. I'm here to stay. I'm here to play. You know what I'm saying? Dang. What you going to do? And so, yeah. And that's probably one of my biggest songs so far. Like, it, it charted. I mean, no, it didn't chart. It, it streamed a lot. Like, uh, I want to say what you're going to do is like, 700,000, I mean, 70,000 yeah. so far, or maybe more, I don't know, but it's, um, and the crowd likes it all the time, like, every time I perform what you're gonna do, the crowd goes in, so, like, that's probably one of my favorite songs to perform also. Cool, well, why don't you go ahead and introduce it to our listeners, because we about to get into it, too, turn the fuck up. Oh, this is what you're gonna do. Says on the beat, boy. What you gonna do? Pull up in the coop. Jump out of the roof. Ain't it true? Like I ain't got coop. What you gonna do? I come with the goons, acting a fool. Whenever you see me, talk to me nice I, I came in the game, bring, bring, bring in the pain Yeah, at me, bitch, in my name I'm a pop, pop on you lame Fuck being popular, you broke That's why more than half of y'all jokes You in the gram, stand for the folk Fact is, none of y'all don't want smoke They hate and they want me to lose They lost and they don't have a clue I am the regular dude I pop the most out the crew I never follow the rules Don't say like I'm under the rules Rude and cocky to move When I come in and shoot you can do What you gonna do? Pull up in the coop Jump out of the roof Ain't it true like I ain't got coop What you gonna do? I come with the goons Acting a fool Waving a two Start eating your food What you gonna do? 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 What you
What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Have y'all ever seen a video for that? I have not. She has not. I it's a video. It. You gotta check it out. Yes, I'm gonna show her. Thank you. You have to watch it. <laughs> Listen, I I love how. Can we get like a ratchet song from with featuring Tia with y'all? Please, okay. because I get the ah from you, and then I got the yeah yeah. yeah. Woo, you know, I know what I'm saying. <laughs> and then you got Tia coming through with the Tony Braxton like you just come. But see, uh, see need, that's I the thing. Right. Record where I need Tia to be like, yeah, bitch, and it's same. Oh no, we like Tia. <laughs> right. I, let me tell y'all, like Tia has yet. She only has one official single out, right. and that's live. Then she has "Scar My Heart," and that was just a, a you know, a filler song for us to throw out with me and her. And she has a song with me and Earth Tone. She's singing on the hook. But we are definitely y'all gonna really enjoy what Tia is about to come with. Um, her project is really, really, really dope. Um, yeah, like, and so what you asking for, you definitely gonna get it. Like, you're gonna get all sides of Tia. Like, y'all gonna get every, and it's, and it's a little bit of everything. It's a little bit of hip hop. R&B, yes. it's pop, yes. it's jazz, it's blues. Yes. I'm crowning Tia the queen of hip hop and blues. Yes. <laughs> and y'all are gonna get that heard it here when first, you folks. get this project. Like, so yeah, you're gonna get that ratchet shit because Tia got, is ratchet. I got a curious question though. Uh-huh. Is it possible to get Tia's version of what you gonna do but it be bitch on the truth. I'm bitch, just I'm wondering, the is there don't put that, don't that somewhere in the hey. see Tia wants to rap and do it. Like Tia wanna rap. Yes. Tia wanna do all of that. And I be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> what happened to everybody be yourself? Right. No. I get it. I get it. Not that part. I get it. But if it was up to her, I'd be feeling like she a rap, like, but. But 20 minutes. She'd be ready, like. Right. <laughs> I'd be so surprised, I'd be coming over and she'd be like, okay, check this out. And I'd be like, oh, you rapping? Oh, that's how you feel? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how I you feel like in the give her a chance. My, give it a chance. No, but she got, it's coming out on her project. Like she got a, a couple joints where she rapping and. And the good thing is she wrote it and she wrote it. Like I didn't write it for or Rico didn't write it for. She actually wrote the raps herself and it's dope. So mm. like, yeah, she, she coming. Yeah, and we gonna be right here waiting. You didn't answer my question about the particular song, but okay. <laughs> um, it's, you know what? I told Tia, I said, look, create stuff, like do it. If you can get her to do it, yeah, do it. Like. Is there gonna be a what you we gonna about, do remix we anywhere? About to hop in them DMs. Um, I doubt that. I doubt that. <laughs> I don't know. Dope. You know, you it's never know. Dope. Right. <laughs> you never know. You never know. So we'll have to see what you're gonna do. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> what you gonna right. do? <laughs> we <We'll> never know. <laughs> um, so as the leader of the pack. And being such a big influence, not only to the artists who are on your label, 
but to the community, the LGBTQ plus community, the Alphabet Mafia. Okay. <laughs> what hmm. do you consider to be your biggest musical talent? Hmm. Hmm. If any. I don't think it's no music. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know how to answer that because, like, I think the the biggest musical challenge would be I don't know. I feel like it may be that. And I think we we pointed this out with Rico and Tia is mm. that y'all are per perfectionists and not in a bad way because y'all do it and y'all do it very well. But actually, me, I uncovered that fact. Yes, yes, Brittany did. <laughs> but I feel like it shows in your work because what everything y'all put out is so professional. Like I said, it's top tier. Like I would mm -hmm. not have imagined that. Like growing up, I would have loved to have had a Pink Gorilla Entertainment when I was a teenager. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Growing up in the gay community, like to see people who identify with me doing things that I identify with, you know? Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's, a, it can also be a hindrance to some degree. Mm -hmm. I feel and like y'all y'all own critics in the from, booth. From, from, I'm speaking from experience and I, I get that vibe from Pink Gorilla as a whole that but I, it's it's a good thing but i feel like that's also the challenge you push yourself really hard really really hard like harder yeah. than you might if you were mainstream because when, they don't have to work as hard y'all gotta be right. twice as good twice as the so, twice as much impact on the bars twice as much you know? i will say my big i will say my biggest musical influence i mean um challenge would be that which you you guys were saying in the sense that I put so much pressure on myself because I don't I don't want to let them down also my team and I want to make sure that they go as far as they can go and like that's all I think about like from the moment I wake up to the moment when I go to sleep. I'm thinking about what I can do or what one of us can do to help us get to the next level in some type of way. Um, so yeah, it's pressure. I think it would be pressure all the way around the board. Um, I call myself the leader of the pack. Um, and I call myself that for a reason. So I put myself in that position and it's pressure. Um, yeah. But pressure you know mm -hmm. definitely that yo so what would be your favorite bugs gutter song my favorite song from bugs would be could it possibly be something that we haven't heard yet um something, something secret Something coming soon. Something exclusive. Something you might want to play for us. Something that hasn't been <laughs> written yet. 
Um, my favorite song would probably be Late Night. Late Night. That's my first song. Or Bugs Bob from this um from leader of the pack mm -hmm. i don't know i don't really have depending on my mood it be changing i think facts because you might ask you. me this tomorrow and i might say something different no totally as a gemini i mm -hmm. get where you're coming from believe me <laughs> and then i don't really one thing about me when i make like i don't really listen to my music like that i've heard so, artists say that before so when i make music and i put it like i listen to it before it comes out right all the time and then when it comes out i don't really listen to my music like that so that's probably why it's like i it's hard for me to really really pick a favorite favorite because i don't really listen to my music like that do you have a song that was your favorite to record like you had the most fun or the most you know whatever in the um one of my favorite song to record probably was real talk mm. okay yes okay Right, that was like a tear is also my best friend, so it's like when we everything, like, yeah, y'all sound like I love y'all on the on the records on the track together. We need more of that. Let her rap, man. Let her rap. <laughs> uh, okay, so now here we are at the big moment. Tell us about a letter from Bugs now. Listening to the song is pretty self-explanatory, but we have listeners in seven countries. Seven. Okay. Eight. Siete. <laughs> countries. Uh, so explain the song that we're, we're going to play this one next, but A Letter from Bugs. This is definitely one I was talking about earlier where it, you, I feel like you poured your heart, your experience into this record. Tell us about it. Letter from Bugs, I wrote that song while I was in jail. Not juvenile, but jail. Um, I think I wrote it in like 2010. I was in jail and um, I had another sale partner and he was a rapper and we used to, you know, write raps and he used to be like, yo, you always talking about the streets and shit. He was like, rap about you, rap about your life, rap about you being gay. And he was like, because I ain't never heard you rap about nothing personal. And so I ended up writing that. And, you know, I was, like I, I wasn't doing music. So I, it was like I would get locked up and I'd be writing and I'd be writing at home, but I wasn't doing anything with it. So when I came to New York, it was like I performed it. I would do it like live and stuff like that. But I would do it acapella. And then one day I was this on YouTube and like the song, the beat that I used that I got is actually a remade beat of Love and Die from Janae Akio, Akio, how you say her name? Aiko. Yeah, her. <laughs> that beat is from, um, off of one of her, her um, albums. Um, and yeah, so I just put that up there. It just sounded good. And 
it's one of my favorite songs to perform. Um, I like to close my shows out with it because I feel like if nothing, if 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 anything that I've ever written, like if someone was to ask me one thing that you written that you want the whole entire world to hear, it would be that song. Mm. Because I feel like it's very important for people to hear that and to understand that because I feel like anybody who's gay, every one of us can play that for our parents or play that for somebody and say, I felt this way. Right. This is how I felt because like, I'm sure it's how we all have felt. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I definitely um, identify with the song. I love it. So let's go ahead and get into it. Why don't you go ahead and introduce it? The next track is A Letter From Buzz. Yo. Just had to get this off my chest. As long as I could remember, I was different, I ain't wanna play with G.I. Joes, I wanna skip her, it was something about the feelings that I had, it won't cause I grew up with girls and won't raised by my dad, it was me, simple as that, if you don't understand, it wasn't a choice, I guess it was God's plan, but shit is real talk, it happens every day, a young adolescent realizes that he gay, it's like a war inside, me, myself and I, it's crazy when you wanna tell the truth but you lie Cause you afraid of what your family is gonna think Cause you don't wanna play ball and you love pink And it's a shame when they say that words don't hurt You call me a fag, I would knock you in the dirt I stayed going off, fucking niggas up A homo, a punk, but I'm a man first I had to learn to cope and deal with the pain Therapist saying something wrong with my brain All them Tevin jokes, disrespect that I was given Growing up, I swear to God, yo, I hated living They say it's wrong, and if you gay, you go to hell Well, if I go to hell, I know I see some of you there For the same thing, and it's a damn shame Can't admit that we driving in the same lane I hate a closet nigga, that front around is niggas You think you hard, well, you softer than the cloud, nigga And I'ma be the voice for the other side, all the gays, all the trans, lesbians and bi's, I'ma ride for ya, I'ma die for ya, go to war, I'ma kick down doors for ya, you never know the struggle, you never feel my pain, can't walk in my pumps or my Timberlands, this is not a gimmick, and this is not a game, I rep the rainbow, but still I let them things bang, and it's the realest shit, that I ever wrote, the end of the rainbow, all you see is gun smoke, nigga. Yes. It's just so deep. So deep. It's so, very, it's very, this is me. Yeah. yeah. It tells the story of a lot of gay men, especially in the black community, specifically. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the reason why I love it so much, because mm -hmm. I can really relate to it. Yeah, and, that. and you have to understand, I, I've known Joe a long time. I knew Joe when... You don't know me, fool. Liar. <laughs> I've known Joe 20, 21 years, going almost 22. Like, you revealing I've us. known him a long time, ever since we were one. Now, I was, <laughs> 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 I've, known, I've known him, like, 
five presidents now. We've been we've been friends a while, you know. <laughs> and I knew Joe when Joe couldn't be Joe. Right. Because people were so caught up in religion and not caught up in the the neighbor. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to love their neighbor, but everybody wanted to have a judgment and right. everything like that. Like and the part where if you go to hell, you'll see some of them there. I really love that part because I feel like especially in our community, there's a lot of people that are condemning homosexuality, but not all your kids having a different dad or premarital sex or nobody's exactly. going to say anything about the fact that this man is not taking care of his children. The Bible don't like that either. Like all right. these other things we want to overlook and right. not get down into. And you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, where is the support? Where, why are people not, you know what I'm saying? And right. it, it hurt. It hurt really bad. It hurt. Yeah. No. Like to be on the outside and know your friend can't be themselves. I go to bed and wake up every day of high school being myself. And I had to go to high school with people who could not do that. Right. And it was, it, I was worried. We had like, you know, there are kids who don't get up the next morning because yeah. they ended things the night before because people didn't want to listen. Right. Nobody wanted to talk about it, you know, and it's powerful. I'll just say that it's powerful to me. And I love you, Joe. Oh, oh that was that that <laughs> I was struggling. Dude. That was I tell you what. You were struggling at my I house. Was, uh, you a, was at my house struggling with your black hair. <laughs> we was out here, we was out here trying to numb the pain any kind of way we could. But bitch, I'm here. you know, it's yeah. moments like it's moments like that is why I I I I do it because it's it's heal it's healing like it's healing for us who who going through it who's been through it and it is healing for those who are about to be going through it right and you know what I'm saying that's why I say I do it for the youth because I know it's a seven-year-old out there right now who wants to be a rapper one day and the fact that he can look up and say oh bugs gotta i look up to him or rico cassadine or bus clown or earth tone or cakes the killer he has these people now who they can say oh wow i can do that i can see that i can do all of these things and right that's what Pink Gorilla is all about, motivating, inspiring people to create. It's a blessing. It is. It really is. I love it. So, Bugs, mm-hmm. now we're going to play a game. Mm-hmm. This game is called Rapid Fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, what we're going to do is... Very quickly, you have one minute. That's 60 seconds. We're going to ask you four questions. You answer as quickly as possible. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. All right. And go. If you could ask God one question, what would it be? Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. (laughs) Why did you? Why, why did you pick me? Okay. Great. Would you ever sell your soul? <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how much. No. Uh, <laughs> what if it was for the life of a child? 
listen, one, I told you don't ask, don't get, ask me questions. That you, um, you didn't say what chat, you didn't say what chat, man, don't do all that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What was no, the dumbest I won't purchase? Come, I thought. <laughs> 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 Fucking bad. <laughs> what was your what was your dumbest purchase ever? Mm, my dumbest purchase ever. Uh, <laughs> 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 Sounds like you made quite a few of them. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have made a, quite a few of them. Um, my dumbest purchase ever was when I um, was buying this weed, and I think I bought like four ounces, and I didn't check any of it, and it was all fake. <gasps> oh. No. Somebody got to die. Right. Go. Ten what, seconds. And what color best describes you and why? What color who? Best describes you and why? black <laughs> and black because it's universal and that's and it's neutral it's universal it's it's dark it's powerful it's 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 everything else can come from it um it's so in that way it inspires other colors <laughs> oh Black. I feel that. That's why I wore it today. I, right. Well, I'm wearing gray and I got my little pink on for pink gorilla. Mm -hmm. And I just knew that you were going to say pink. <laughs> <laughs> but no. You know, I, I like black too. That's what's pink, up. Pink, um, because the pink, pink, okay, pink gorilla. I'm not just pink. I'm also a gorilla. And like I always tell people, pink gorilla is, is, it's good, it's bad, it's beautiful, it's 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 ugly, it's masculine, it's feminine, it's 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 everything that it's a balance. It's multifaceted. That's what right. pink gorilla is. And yeah, when I say yeah. it's a balance, is and that's why I always tell people until you uh, until you get to recognize and accept everything about you, the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, the masculine, the feminine, because we all have all of that inside of us, no matter who you are, what gender you are, what sex you are, how masculine you are, how feminine you are, we all have every trait inside of us when it comes to that. We, you know what I'm saying? So that's what Pink Gorilla is like. It's like balance. And so it's one of my favorite colors, but to describe me, I wouldn't just say pink. All right. <laughs> so as we get ready to wrap things up what can we expect from Bugs Gutter and the entire Pink Gorilla Entertainment crew over the next year um, I want to say T.O. or either Rico told us that y'all were working on like a, a collab album yeah um, well I am releasing a, a, a bad collection I teamed up with a designer from Atlanta. His name is D'Angelo. LHD, um, left-handed D'Angelo. And he's also having a fashion show on the 20th of next month. And that's when the bags will be first released and they'll go on sale. So I will send you all of the um, in, in, 
invite and so y'all can come. It's gonna be oh. in Atlanta. It's gonna be in Atlanta. Oh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It'll be the day on... for my birthday. Woo! Your birthday, April, <laughs> your birthday, April twenty first. Yes. My birthday, April twenty seventh. Yes, Taurus season. Let's get these Aries up out of here. Yes, what you gonna do? That's right. Get them up out of here. So we, we got that. Um, then um, Ch um, Chad is officially starting his business. Um, foreign eye visual, being a creative director and a director. Rico's coming out with a project. Tia's coming out with a project. Both of those projects will be out. Um. For the summer, I'm not gonna give a date yet, but they would definitely be out for the summer. And we are working on a collab um, project with the whole Pink Gorilla team. Um, so yeah, just expect us to keep dropping, dropping shit, and you know, and some we more got interviews. some stuff coming. We got some stuff coming. Seen nothing yet, and we're working on a documentary also that's going to be to be released with the project. With the yes. pink gorilla. With the collaboration. compilation project. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Love it. I know it's going to be fire. Chad, his uh, video skills are awesome. I love it. He did the video for Don Plus. Mm hmm Yeah, that was that was dope. Really dope. Everything that has come out of Pink Gorilla Entertainment, Chad has done the, um, been the creative director and the director behind from the photos to the performances to the videos, he's deaf. He's I always call him the man behind the gorilla, right. but um, yeah, he's definitely been keeping us looking fresh. His work is dope as fuck, and he definitely mm -hmm. has a uh, attention to detail. All right, we know y'all equally yoked. Don't nobody sleep. We know. Right, <laughs> y'all sleeping at the house. Ain't nobody sleeping. Oh no, he sleeps. Oh, okay. <laughs> Chad sleeps. Chad goes like, man. Because I'm very active during the day. But he, <laughs> he gets up there. He, like he said, he's very active during the day. Okay. <laughs> so Chad work himself to sleep, though. Like, he'll right, work he himself to sleep, man. He done yeah. <laughs> Chad be in the club, please. So, Bugs, what message would you like to leave for your supporters, the fans, the friends, haters, haters, everybody? Lovers? Um, message I got is, you know, I don't really have a message for people who don't like me and for haters. I don't really care about any of them. But for the people who, you know, support me and for the people who don't even know about me, who's going to just see this for the first time, if there's anything out there that you want to do in life, do it. Like, don't allow anybody to tell you you can't. Don't allow anybody to pressure you into not doing it your way. Don't. You know, just do it, do it your way and, and make it happen and do it on your own time. Um, because nobody wants to sit back and, and wonder what if, you know, there's so many people who have done that. And I spoke to so many people who've done that and they have been content, but they never truly been happy. So, that's the message I got. Just do what it is that you want to do in life. Like, do it now. Wake up tomorrow. 
if you want to be a, 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 a producer, you wake up tomorrow and you get you some um, software and you start. Period. Once you start doing it, it's a wrap. Do you? I agree. I love it. And that's going to wrap this interview up. Lead out of pack, Bugs Gutter. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thanks for having me. Thank I've you, enjoyed it. We are thanks for always... having me and thanks for having my team. Like, like I said, we appreciate everything that you know, all the support. So oh, we love you. We yeah. wouldn't have it any other way. You gonna do the phone? We love it. <laughs> Okay. We got to have y'all. We got to have y'all. So We're before we go here, and I'm going to get ready to hit the road. And I... we will holler at y'all later. Thank All right. Go so be much. amazing. <laughs> <laughs>